I'm Kristen Pleasanton, Deputy Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. With me in the studio is Kate Ransom, President and CEO, and Bill Stegeman, Board Member and Student at the Music School of Delaware. Welcome to Delaware State of the Arts. Thank you. Thank you. I know the music school has a long history here in Delaware. Um, Kate, can you talk about um, when it was founded? Well, the Wilmington Music School was founded 90 years ago in Wilmington, and the Delaware Music School was founded over 30 years ago in Milford, Delaware. Today, together, they are known as one entity, the Music School of Delaware, and it has a rich history of providing music excellence for everyone. That's great that you um, combine, the two schools combine, to really have that full state um, impact. Well, it's been an important uh, advancement of the reach of the school. We merged the two schools in about 2007, and uh, we have a firm commitment to advancing music for everyone, which means locations throughout the state. We have satellites in Lewis, Pike Creek, Dover, and, um, you know, it's a really important futures planning process for us as well. Yes, and I think uh, another great aspect of this is as um, the music um, education is being um, cut or offered less in the schools, you are there too to, to fill that gap for a lot of people. We like to think that the Music School of Delaware works hand in glove with the public, private, parochial schools. We also reach a lot of homeschoolers. Our students come from over 188 public, private, parochial schools. We have over 50 homeschoolers, and we also reach about 250 adults every year. So, you know, a thriving arts ecosystem is really what we stand for. We would like to see every school have a thriving music and arts program, and we complement that. That's great. Um, and I know you yourself are an accomplished musician, a violinist. Um, where did your love of music come from, and how long have you been involved with music? Music is a lifetime thing for me. I was first exposed to classic music by listening to recordings that my mother would play in the house when I was just a toddler. Uh -huh. And I really loved the music that I heard that she played, music by Mozart and Beethoven, for example. Um, so I think the love of music for me is rooted in my uh, early childhood. I actually didn't start taking formal lessons till I was about eight, and it was just something that was part of the values in my family. Uh -huh. The expanded education model is a value that we see at the Music School of Delaware with every family that comes there. So I feel very much aligned with, uh, with that value system that uh, augmenting a young person's uh, educational experience with music as part of that experience is a really important addition. Great. Um, and I know you've had a recent pretty exciting event um, regarding your fundraising at the school. Um, and Bill is here as our guest to talk about that as well. Can you describe what, what has happened and what Bill has done for the school? Well, in the last few weeks, there have been press conferences, features in the paper, on radio and television that have been announcing this incredible donation that Bill Stegeman has made to the Music School of Delaware giving over $750,000 to help complete uh, the phase one of our current capital expansion, which was to build a new wing at the Wilmington branch of the school, and that was a critical need of the school. We embarked on that process in 2005 to raise the funds for that new wing, and then we suspended the campaign temporarily during the recession, 
because everybody was reeling and wasn't sure what they should do um, with their dollars. But uh, Bill has completed this campaign for us, but with this extraordinary gift. And what that does is position the school now to have completed this phase one, and now we can move on to the planning for phase two. But we are indebted as a community forever to Bill as a major donor to help enhancing this resource for the entire community. That's great. And Bill, can you talk about um, yourself, for instance, your background? Uh, Yes, I'd be glad to. Um, I uh, have been uh, going to school for many years. Um, I have a PhD in uh, biochemistry, and um, I am the founder of a company called Jackson Immuno Research Laboratories, and uh, we've been quite successful, and uh, uh, I've been enjoying my association with the uh, Music School of Delaware for many years, for about 14 years, and particularly with Kate Ransom, who's with us today, uh, as my teacher, uh, my oh. violin teacher. So <laughs> I'm very fortunate to to have her. Um, and it had been my intention all along to... Uh, as I learned to love the school and and know the the people, uh, it had had been my intention all along to um, leave the school uh, a considerable endowment, and then, uh, as it turned out, uh, because of the interest rates and so forth for the two construction loans we had. I thought uh, there was one of two things that could be done: one is to either refinance or to just uh, eliminate the loans by a personal donation. And so um, that's what I decided to do, the the gift, and uh, eliminate those uh, high interest rate loans. So that will allow us then to move forward into the future and uh, not have those loans hanging over us. If I could say, you know, Bill has been so generous with his financial resources, but he's also avid and passionate about music, and he's been serving on the board of directors for about five years. So he also puts his time, his expertise, his energy, his attention, and goodwill, as well as his advocacy. Um, he puts that uh, to the good of the school as well. So the generosity is quite extensive. That's great. And um, you said you're studying violin. And um, how long have you been studying the violin? For about 14 years. Oh, great. Yeah, okay. with Kate. Great. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for your support of the arts here oh, in Delaware, Oh, it's my pleasure. Bill. Yes, it's my pleasure. And Kate, getting back to the school, I know um, the school has a national accreditation. And can you describe what that means for a school, for a music school? Well, there are about 800 community art schools around the country. Um, only probably between 30 and 50 of those schools have taken the consuming and somewhat arduous step of pursuing national accreditation. We are one of the schools that has done that. Um, And, you know, I think it's to the credit of our faculty. We have a superb faculty, about 90 individuals who are each expert in their field. The school has had a tradition of excellence that stretches back 90 years. Um, It's to to their credit and the credit of this organization Um, that we are ready to pursue accreditation. It's not really like a good housekeeping seal. It it doesn't mean that you're suddenly going to get lots more 
donations or um, other benefits of that sort. What it is is a commitment to the organization in pursuing excellence. And um, I just like to think of it this way, very much akin to the study of music or anything that a person takes seriously. Um, Excellence is not a state of being. It's a state of becoming. Mm. And one must always be um, moving in that direction in order to attain, achieve, and maintain excellence. That's wonderful. Um, And I know that your academic year is is going to start up in September. Um, And you do offer instruction in around 30 instruments and voice and the history of music and composition. You want to talk a little bit about um, where people can find what you offer and also the types of courses that you're that you're offering this fall? Yes, it's very easy to connect with the Music School of Delaware. Um, a person could call the main office at 302-762-1132 or visit the website, which is musicschoolofdelaware.org. Um, so it's, you know, we're, we're ready to um, answer questions, guide people through the best selections for their particular area of interest, um, we serve infants to octogenarians, <laughs> and there's something for everyone at the Music School of Delaware. So talk about what you offer for the youngest students when they come in. Well, we have a wonderful early childhood music program, um, and it does serve infants that come in initially with a parent or a caregiver and take music introductory class together. <laughs> um, and then as the child progresses and, and uh, grows older, when they get to be about three years old, they can take class independently of the caregiver or parent. And it's a progression that takes them through music activities that are really learning activities that help develop all kinds of skills for the very young child. That's great. And as far as um, grade school and teenager, um, what are you offering there? Well, of course, the private instruction is very popular with children starting around age six and on up, depending on what the instrument is or voice, what they're pursuing. But we all have all kinds of classes and ensembles as well. We have something called an instrumental sampler where a young child can take uh, several different instruments as a sampler over the course of a year. And so that might be a great precursor to choosing an instrument. We have ensembles for all ages. We have some choruses for children. We have a, the Delaware Youth Symphony Orchestra is for um, middle school through high schoolers. The First State Youth Orchestra is located in Dover, and um, it serves uh, younger children. So there's something for everyone. We have a women's chorus for adults and the Wilmington Community Orchestra for adults. And we've just made a recent appointment of a new conductor to that ensemble. I'd like to take a moment now to remind our listeners that you're tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV for Delaware State of the Arts. Today I'm talking with Kate Ransom, President and CEO, and Bill Stegeman, Board Member and Student at the Music School of Delaware. And Kate, we were just talking about um, your new conductor for the Wilmington Orchestra. Do you want to talk a little bit about a little bit more about him. Yes, our new conductor for the Wilmington Community Orchestra is Jonathan Moser. And um, we did a year-long a year long search, originally getting applications from over 30 applicants. Wonderful slate of well-qualified candidates. 
We um, appointed a search committee, which was led by our dean, Sherry Astolfi, and on the committee were leader faculty leaders from each of the main uh, areas of study, like winds and strings and so forth. Um, we narrowed down the slate to four finalists, and Jonathan Moser was one of the four finalists. We really felt we had a wonderful array of finalist candidates. Each one of the finalists was given the opportunity to do a series of rehearsals and present a public performance with the commu community orchestra over last season. And then the search committee made its decision after that whole process was complete. Jonathan, in addition to being a very, very well-trained and experienced conductor, um, he was just appointed actually at Kutztown University where he'll be conducting college-level programs uh, this fall. Um, but he's also an accomplished violinist. He's a highly trained musician, and he has a wonderful spirit of building community and um, sharing uh, the insights and background and spirit of the music as well. Oh, great. And uh, did he come from far away? Was he local? Um, he and his family have been living in this region. Oh, and great. And he's been working as a musician in this region for some years. His wife is also uh, a violinist and violin instructor. Great. So a student coming into um, the music school, they can take lessons as well as perform with these some of these other groups or an adult coming in. Is that correct? Yes, we have an array of programs. I would say that the private instruction is probably the central um, uh -huh. aspect of what the school offers, plus the early childhood program. We have a Suzuki Academy, which has gained national acclaim. And now it has about 150 families in it. That is a little bit more of a comprehensive program where the student would take in this specialized Suzuki methodology, which is like learning by rote. They, they describe Suzuki method as being like learning the mother tongue. Huh. So in other words, this the very young child can learn to listen and imitate uh, what the teacher plays. Huh. And the parent participates in the lesson. They have group class in addition and a lot of other um, activities that, um, that round out their program. So um, is that a very popular avenue for some of your students as compared to traditional teaching? Well, you know, of course, the Music School of Delaware offers both mm -hmm. uh, what we would call traditional teaching as well as the Suzuki method. For the families that opt into the Suzuki Academy, it is a much more comprehensive commitment and there's a lot of dynamic to it. Um, but yes, with those families, they are very devoted to music as part of their child's life and part of their family's activity. Great. And what about the, um, tuition or financial assistance? Is that available for um, families um, to help them pay for, the, for your programs? Yes, the school offers financial, financial aid scholarships. Great. About 10% of our families every year qualify for that through a typical application process. You know, one of the missions of the school is accessibility. Mm -hmm. uh, we are tuition-based, but every lesson class and ensemble is subsidized by contributions. That's the nonprofit model, so that we can control tuition cost. And our goal is to, to reach a 50-50 model where we draw 50% of the revenue needed to operate the school every year from tuition and 50% from contributions. Okay, great. And uh, through the year, are there evaluations so students know about their progress, or how does that work? One of the aspects of the Music School of Delaware that is actually something that's expected with regard to being accredited 
And one of the hallmarks of the excellence of the school is that, yes, we provide an evaluation for every private lesson student every year. And um, they, are, they play a little jury for about 10 minutes for a panel of faculty members. And they also receive a progress report from their instructor. So this is a really important part to communicate with the student and the family how the student is doing, mm -hmm. the progress the student is making, or if there's any areas that they might want to put a little more attention on. That's good. Yes, I'm sure the feedback is really valuable. Yeah. And what if a student doesn't own their own instrument? Um, can you accommodate them in any way? Well, the school rents instruments at, okay. a, at a fairly nominal cost compared to renting them elsewhere. Um, we don't necessarily have an instrument for every single student that would need one, but then if we don't have the instrument th that's suitable, we can also provide the guidance. There are places where people can rent instruments, and we can direct them to uh, reliable sources. That's great. I noticed also that you offer music therapy classes. Can you talk about those a little bit? Well, we do offer music therapy. Um, the Music School of Delaware has several music therapists that work with the school. We have some specialized programs that are designed for people on the autism spectrum, for example, one-on-one -on -one sessions, for example. And then we also do some group sessions for people with Alzheimer's. And typically those programs we will send our therapist into the Alzheimer's care unit, which is a more of a comfort zone for um, the Alzheimer's patients. And it's remarkable to see what can happen with the communication through the music and mm. what it can tap for people who uh, are, have been compromised in their communication skills. Mm -hmm. So are you taking um, lots of different programs outside of the school setting into other locations? We do quite a bit of outreach where we will partner with a daycare or preschool mostly. Oh. Um, and actually last year we reached nearly 800 children uh, age six and under in those type of activities at about 16 public and private schools. Um, and about half of those are identified as underserved populations. So it's a very important aspect of what the Music School of Delaware offers. It's a way that we can get beyond the barriers that may exist for some individuals who otherwise couldn't find their way to a branch of the school. Right, right. That's great. Uh, we, all, we talked a little bit about... Um, some of the orchestras and, and ensembles. Um, could we discuss the Wilmington Community Orchestra and where that those performances are and, and um, how people can see them? Oh, yes. The Wilmington Community Orchestra presents four concerts every season. Oh. And um, they're varied. They're, there is a nice array of soloists, that uh, professional musician soloists that uh, join the orchestra for some. And, one, and the spring concert usually features the winners of the Delaware Concerto Competition for Young Musicians. Oh. Um, so those concerts take place typically at the Wilmington branch. We have a concert hall there, and uh, that is usually where they are held. Um, this coming year we'll have concerts in November, January, March, and May. Okay. And is there a fee associated with those? Uh, there's a nominal ticket price okay. for some of our programs, including the community orchestra. It's a $5, $10 ticket. If you're a student or a senior, it's uh, $5. Students who are enrolled at the school get complimentary tickets to most of our concerts. But of our 100 public performances every year, 80% um, of those are free of charge. Oh, that's great. 
And the Delaware Youth Symphony Orchestra, do they play with the Wilmington Community Orchestra, or are they on their own, or how does that work? Um, they mostly perform on their own, but okay. we've done some side-by-side -side things, and we do have um, some plans developing for the future. Um, they also had the privilege of having David Amato conduct a session with them last year. Oh. And they routinely, uh, the Delaware Youth Symphony Orchestra routinely has opportunity to work with some of the area's finest um, orchestral players who come in and do sectionals and clinics with them. Oh, that's another great opportunity then for students there at the school. Yeah. This is the uh, brainchild really of Simeone Tartaglioni, who's the conductor of the Delaware Youth Symphony Orchestra. And we've been so delighted to have him on the music school staff for the past few years. He's been leading this summer the Delaware Orchestra and Chamber Music Institute. These are the only programs of this nature in the state. Oh. It's really um, a, a wonderful asset for the state. And what about the First State Youth Orchestra, which is the downstate version, correct? Yes, that's right. The First State Youth Orchestra is conducted by Eliezer Buchmann, who is a member of the Delaware Symphony Orchestra. He's a violinist. Um, and it is a more fledgling group, but it's it's growing, and um, we are definitely investing in the recruitment for that orchestra. And as we grow both these ensembles, um, we'd like to see them dovetail and do things together. So occasionally they will share a program, share the stage, or even play together in the future. Oh, that's great. And one more time, let's give your website and your phone number. Thank you. The Music School of Delaware, phone number 302 762 1132, and our website is musicschoolofdelaware.org. That's great, and people can find your performances, your schedule for classes, and all the information they would need at that site. This is the perfect time to register for fall, although we enroll all through the year. We are always enrolling, so people can find us anytime. Great. Well, thank you, Bill and Kate, for both being here today. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.